Okay, so today I wanted to podcast and I recorded one and I don't know, maybe I'll go back and actually edit it and post it, but I was like, in the end of it, I was like, well, I don't want to really have to laugh. And then I was like, but I kind of want to laugh because it's, right now it's just kind of like a sad time because it's like mission season for some of my friends, my missionary friends and, um, one hannah she left today for like she's gonna be gone for like six months and i don't know it's like hit me hit me that like my friends are leaving because charity is gonna be leaving for a year and six months tears tears so but i mean we've been distanced before like we've gone okay like we've gone months before but it's still like it's your friends you know it's the people that you enjoy it's the people that you when they're in the room it's like you know you're gonna have a good time it's people that you grew up with you have seen things (laughs) so so you know it's just i guess it's just that part of just getting used to it and growing up and living life whatever um so that's that but then i was like but i still want to laugh like i still want to do something funny like i don't really want to teach i don't really well we'll see but i definitely don't want to like i don't know i wasn't just i just wasn't in the mood to be like let me just uplift and encourage everybody today (laughs) and like yell at people (laughs) today basically so i was like well i cannot possibly talk about and then a basic facebook straw We'll fix all of that. I'm eating sour gummies because I love a sour candy. I can't take what people eat. Sorry. But a basic Facebook stroll cured all of that. Because what is everybody talking about today? Let me give you the date. It's 7.01 p.m. First of all, I've been podcasting for a long time because, again, I just... Sometimes it's my biggest critic and I just record full episodes and was like and be like nope hate that no one's never gonna see the light of day which is just terrible it's very terrible we're gonna change this to time so i know how long i'm talking all right so what is everybody talking today it's march 28th tears 7:01 p.m everyone's talking about will smith jada smith and chris rock now the news i don't watch the oscars i haven't watched an award show genuinely like the full thing since that was actually that wasn't even an award show but what was i thinking about that michael jackson like concert thing where he performed where chris tucker was there and like usher and justin timberlake and beyonce and like beyonce 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 you like luther vandross i genuinely haven't seen an award show full length so i come home at night i go online and i see a post and i see a video of chris rock telling a joke and by the way i don't know if this happens to you but do you ever like watch something or like consume something like about like a genre or a person or a topic and then something related to that very thing happens regarding that and you're like whoa that's weird like i've been looking at everybody hates chris like video snippets on youtube just humoring myself right and now Chris Rock is everywhere. I'm just, it's kind of crazy how that happens. I don't know. It's kind of like that effective where it's like, I really want this car. And, but you, and then you start seeing that specific car everywhere you go on the road. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that's a phenomenon. There's a word for it, but I don't know it. 
So anyways, I go, I go on Instagram. I see the whole debacle where he tells a G.I. Jane joke and then Will Smith is laughing his yash off. He thinks he's very funny, but his wife is rolling his eyes and out of nowhere, the scene cuts to Chris telling, just continuing. And then he's like, oh, he's walking up to the stage and he, Will Smith does that little like G walk, the little <laughs> G stride. I'm guessing that's how they walk in Philadelphia. I don't know. And he just pimp slaps the mess out of this guy. And it sounds like a punch. Or he, he made it sound like it was a punch. He he slapped him. That's a very nice slap. That slap was fast, even slow-mo. I was like, whoa. He slapped somebody before. That's an experienced slap. That hand has traveled. He pulled his hand back and I will bring it quickly down across your face. He's done that to somebody before. That's experienced. That is a red belt. I don't even know what level that is. That's a black belt slap. Probably not, but it's up there. And people, I thought it was a joke until further watching it and then seeing the second clip of Will being like, keep my wife's name out your beep mouth. And I was like, oh, that's, no, that's anger, anger. Yeah, that's anger, anger. That's not, that's not why you don't love me, man. That's not, that's the fresh, that's not Fresh Prince anger. That's. That's not all those other movies he did type of anger. That's, he's livid. And the second time he said it, me and Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o, my face was her face. I was like, is this, this is happening? And I don't know, there's like a photo going around of like all the celebrities' faces like in shock. And then I go on Facebook today. And of course, (laughs) it's true. But of course, Christians have used this and being like, this is, and like use that as like preaching points and they're making good points, but it's just very funny. It's very typical of us. And I love that about us so much, so, so much, but I want to analyze because now there's two sides. There's a side where it's like Chris Rock deserved it. No one should be able to disrespect your wife and get away with it. You got to do what you got to do. And let it be known, like, nope, this is where I draw the line. And the other side is, that was literally assault. That's not right. Chris Rock is a comedian. Like, no one, nothing he said warranted um, assault. Now, the background of all of this, people, why people are saying that he got so angry um, is because people are saying that Jada Smith recently revealed that she deals with alopecia which is why she shaved her hair again because she's done this before but she shaved why she shaved her hair again and chris rock's joke gi jane joke was because gi jane is ball-headed okay b-a-w-h-e-d-e-d ball-headed okay so i know how to smell ball-headed come on so that was a touchy joke. My thing is, Will Smith was laughing though. He was like, actually, like, ha ha, chuckle, chuckle. So he must have looked over and saw, and she was like, it's time. It's go time. And he pimp slapped. Everybody hates Chris. So, you know, that's what I think it's. So in my head, I'm like, okay, so if the Christians are Christianifying, Christianifying this, I'm a Christianifying it. But the first scripture that popped into mind is to be harmless as doves and to be wise as serpents. 
But then the next scripture or story that pops in my mind is how Jesus literally flipped the table. And then that leads me to my next thought of how some people believe like there's like a like kind of like an argument or debate, not an argument, a debate in the body where it's like, how violent can you be as a believer? Because I remember being in in the woods of Zambia and we were talking to a translator a person that served as not only just a translator, they call it, he's a ministry partner, but we were talking about guns, which is a very American thing for, for me to, you know, have the conversation be about, but you know, it's, I'm from Florida. I'm not from Florida, but I was raised in Florida. I got to do what I got to do. And then, so I was talking about guns and like being strapped or whatever. And, um, the guy that I was talking to was like looking at me like bewildered. He's like, what, 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 what? what? And I'm like, yeah, a gun. Like, yeah, you know, just, I was like, I can't wait to get one. Da, da, da. Like, I'm so excited. I think I'm going to name it this. I want a pink one. And he was like, why do you need a gun? You don't need a gun. Like, why would you need a gun? He's like, in here in this country, no one needs a gun here. We don't need a gun here. I'm like, all these lions y'all got. And you telling me you don't need no gun. All these baboons and snakes and <laughs> hippopotamuses and hyenas and you tell me you don't need a gun excuse me i don't even know if they have hyenas in zambia but they, they have hyenas in south africa i think oh now i sound un- uneducated i forgot if you, you know somebody a child a lot of people are very uneducated about africa i was i was watching for a new family and you know, I give them grace because they're literally children. But when I told them I was from Africa, the children proceeded to ask me, how did you get here if you're from Africa? Like, how do you have electricity? And I'm like, okay. Why is this, what's going on? Like, who is teaching y'all about Africa? Seriously. And I told her, I was like, first of all, I live in Florida with the H. I was like, <laughs> I was born in Africa, but, um, excuse me anyways i'm getting sidetracked i was like africa looks just like america there's villages just like we have farmlands and there's city folk just like we have city folk there's suburbs just like we have suburbs (gasps) surprise surprise africa moved and progressed with the rest of the world (gasps) anyways major side note so he was like why do you need a gun in africa we don't need a gun because skip guaranteed zambia where I went is for because this is all I know it felt like a safe country a lot of countries in Africa feel safe and the thing that's kind of weird about Africa though is like I would generally like grade it as a safe place to live but when we get our it's like we don't have like a middle ground it's either we are completely peaceful or immediately genocidal like we don't have basic arguments, especially when it's everything is, has politics involved in it. But instead of maybe just keeping it to like the news channel or having debates like we do in America, where people are like, we're Trump and Biden and Clinton, where oh you just get you like oh you roast people, you get your two cents in whatever, and you get your slide little snide comment comments. No, they're like I will full on kill your people because you disrespected me. You didn't give me any money. I'm killing your people. Thank you. I'm sending terrorists to murder you and bomb you because 
I feel disrespected. Like, we take it too far. Like, we could just have a conversation. Y'all can work this out in a boardroom, but now we have a whole genocide. What? So, besides that and terrorist groups and Boko Haram, which is honestly, like, whatever. Besides that, it's a really very safe place to live. I mean, listen, people try to be like, it's so dangerous, it's scary, this is, hey, hey, hey. You live in San Jose, California. Okay, I don't want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> Africa's scary. It's dangerous. It's <laughs> Malaria. Hey. You live in Miami. You're scared of malaria? You should be scared of a lot more transmittable diseases than malaria. Okay. Okay. So he was bewildered. Like why I would even need a gun. Why I would even want a gun. Why I would even casually talk about owning it like it was a great idea like a toy and I was like huh and he was like you know you don't need a gun in this country like we don't need guns again all, all, all these animals y'all got you tell me you don't need no gun huh no you don't need guns you don't need guns even though I've seen people carry machetes all right that's like the go-to African weapon machetes I'm like why would you why y'all get the most like gruesome ways to harm things cutting off limbs at least a gun is a quick anyways that's neither here nor there it's just i don't i feel like in the realm of violence like we we just do too much we're too extra okay but then again we're not russia and threatening nuclear war on everyone so i will count my blessings so so he said that, and I was just like, and then I think someone else in that group was like, well, if you're a Christian, like, you don't need a gun. You're a Christian. To the point, I'm like, who told you that? Because very, I read my Bible. I read my Bible. And let me tell you, Jesus instructed his disciples to walk strapped. I bring this point up every single time, and people look at me just like with just, like, they don't know what they, they don't know what to say. And I'm like, yes. He's your protector, but you do your part. This isn't. He told his disciples to walk strapped with what? A sword. A sword. Let me look it up. Mm-hmm. So you can be proven. So you can know. I ain't lying. They show did carry swords. Period. Sell your cloak. Sell your cloak. Buy a sword. We're gonna blue letter Bible it. We're gonna blue letter Bible it, and we're gonna blue letter Bible it. Give me, the, give me the actual scripture. People aren't. Luke 22, verse 36. I'm going to NKJV it. Because I do translations. The plot to kill Jesus. Okay, all the way down. Supplies for the road. And he said to them, When I sent you without money bag, knapsack, and sandals, did you lack anything? So they said, Nothing. Then he said to them, but now he who has a money bag, let him take it. And likewise, a knapsack. And he who has no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. For I say to you that this much is written must still be accomplished in me. And he was numbered with transgressors. For the things concerning me have an end. So they said, Lord, look, here are two swords. And he said to them, is, it is enough. And commentators have tried to turn this into, he was telling them to be spiritual swords. So if that's spiritual, then what's spiritual about the knapsack, the garment, I mean the sandals and the money bag? I mean, come on. Ugh, I hate when people like they like remove the very violent aspect. 
He's protected. They remove certain aspects of Jesus. And it's just like, he wasn't like a little, a little baby, like gentle. Like he wasn't this like effeminate man who like, if you raise your volume a decibel too high, he'd cry. <laughs> Let me tell you about the Lord. He's not one to be played with. I don't know no one else that braided a whip and beat people because of zeal consuming them. I don't know nobody like that. Only Jesus. Only Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Beautiful Jesus. Beautiful Jesus. My glorious friend. That's Blue Rider Barber it. That's the word. Machaira. What is that? Machara. Machara. A large knife used for killing animals. So it literally means a sword. They didn't. I mean, I'm sure. So you could use like figuratively, but no, like this isn't. He, he meant a physical sword. He was. It's called supplies for the road. A physical swords. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I've, I'm trying to let me look through why people think it's spiritual. Because then you you have to tell me what's spiritual about the knapsack, the money bag. Like you can say, like the money bag to like, wow. Did uh, did people say? Does the question? Does Jesus really authorize violence? They said no. Oh really? <laughs> oh really? Is Jesus? Are Jesus and God not the same? Does Jesus authorize? Oh really? I mean, needless violence, no. But let me tell you. Yes, Jesus said, if people, you know strike you in the face give them your other cheek but let me tell you they have you have to turn your other cheek if they make it there that's only the only that's the only time i'm giving you the other cheek you make it there and we'll see okay okay does jesus authorize violence no oh really and that's i'm connecting this to the will smith and uh chris rock real soon i, I just gotta look at why people think this is metaphorical Money sack. You can mean generosity. Money bag. Knapsack. Knick knack patty whack. On earth is a knapsack. A bag with shoulder straps. All right. Thank you. What's the spiritual meaning of that? Show me. Somebody says they're about to enter into very perilous times and they will need to keep the sword of the spirit half drawn at all times. So... Give me the spiritual meaning for the knapsack, the money bag, and the sandal, please. Nick, knack, patty, whack, yellow dog, I mean, these are good points, but it still doesn't make sense to why people think this isn't literal, like just the f literal meaning. Get a sword on you. Stay strapped. This is great advice. I brought a Swiss Army knife to Zambia. It profited everybody greatly. We had peanut butter and jelly. We didn't have any knives to spread it, but because of me, we did, so... That, that was a physical knife, you know? Maybe they wanted to spread something on their, like, Hebrew toast or something. I don't know. I, I'm trying to look. <laughs> this is entertaining to me. This is entertaining to me. Sell some stuff, buy some swords to fulfill a scripture. His followers were an army. The scripture doesn't say his followers were an army. doesn't say everyone was armed. Um, it isn't about the weapons. And he was counted among the lawless. What? He was counted among, I mean, they were the lost. He means the prophets of the law. Go like a bunch of terrorists. Is this honestly how people interpret this? Go look like a bunch of terrorists. 
Hmm? Somebody says the disciples are supposed to go into the world with nothing. That's how that's. Did we not just read how Jesus literally went the knapsack, patty, whack, give a dog a bone and a sandal and a money bag? That negates the entire. Oh my gosh. Possess weapons for self-defense. Yeah, that is how I read this passage. Because it makes sense. Okay, so they're really banking this on the fact that they believe Jesus is non-violent. But to separate, to have Jesus as non-violent would mean that you would have to eradicate every act of violence God did in the Old Testament and even the New Testament. Because if that were the case in the story of Ananias and Sapphira... Let's go to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just read the whole story. Praise the Lord. I didn't know I had this pet peeve until now. This is amazing. Lying to the Holy Spirit. This is what it's called in this in this um, specific da- digital Bible I'm reading. But a certain name, certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession, and he kept back part of the proceeds his wife also being aware of it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself while it remained? Was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. Peep this. Then Ananias Hearing those words, fell down and breathed his last. So great fear came upon all those who heard these things. And the young man arose and wrapped him up and carried him out and buried him. Now, it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. She was probably getting ready. And Peter answered her, tell me whether you sold the land for so much. See if she's lying. She said, yes, for so much. Then Peter said to her, how is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door and they will carry you out. Then immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. And the young man came, the young man came in and found her dead and carrying her out, buried her by her husband. So great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things. Mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. If you were to eradicate the violence you you the bible wouldn't make any sense i never understood i would i would hear very anointed stories of men and women of god being used mightily and professing violent things against this kingdom of hell kingdom of satan for example one of my favorite stories there is like a nigerian pastor who's having church and a witch came to him and he said if you don't shut this church down i'm like he's gonna like basically produce harm it was either to his physical church like burn it down or he's going to kill all the members of his church that would that would come in and do you know what this pastor said oh, peace be with you oh oh father jesus father god father jesus no jesus is the son father god we just ask you right now to just come into the midst just thank you god that in the storm I'm, I'm, I'm safe in you, though the winds. No, he didn't quote your favorite worship song. 
You know if that you know what that pastor said to that witch? He said, by this time tomorrow you'll be dead. I I and the witch died, by the way. I literally retold the story to somebody and they were like, I don't know, that's not good. That's not up to us too. I don't feel like that's up to us. And I was just like, wait a wait a wait a minute. I don't feel like that's up to us to wait a wait a wait a wait a wait a wait a minute. You don't feel like that's up to us to do anything like that. You feel that that's up to God. Have you not read the Old Testament? Have you not read the New Testament where this happened? Are you telling me that God didn't anoint Daniel to kill Goliath? Let's, let's, let's look through it. You're telling me, oh, you don't think it's right to be violent. You don't think it's... So every single win that they, you think when the Israelites were asking God to give these, give these people into our hands, you thought that was like, they're going to have a handshake. They asked God to give us the ability, the supernatural power to kill them, slaughter them and eradicate them from this land. For you to remove violence it's just not a smart move so that's why when people are just like it was spiritual when jesus told him to take stories it doesn't make sense because you need to find a spiritual reason for the knick knick knack patty whack for the knapsack the sandal and the money bag as well and you could but it don't make sense it just don't make sense so anyways you can't remove that violent the violence of god you can't remove it especially when it's it's of god it's for a good cause it is for a good cause well, I don't think that's up to us. I don't think. It's up to you to do something about it. You can do something about it. You can use your hands. You can use your hands. And it's okay. Now, unnecessary, unseemly violence, unnecessary violence, violence where God, the Holy Spirit is telling you, don't, don't even know. That's not the proper response. That's not what we're doing right here. That's going against the Holy Ghost. That's why it's good to, I don't know, consider the Holy Ghost with every single matter that you have. Consider the Holy Ghost. Okay, Holy Ghost, are you permitting me? Are you permitting me? And he'll permit. There's, I think that stuff is anointed. Are you kidding me? Instead of just taking stuff that the enemy. How about you just kill? <laughs> how about you just take care of some things? How about you just figuratively braid a whip and uh, go to town? And I don't mean figuratively. I mean, literally, figure out how Jesus did that and replicate it and see when the Holy Ghost permits you to do so. Just saying. That might be bad advice. I don't think it is. So, thank God I'm not the arbiter of all things that is good advice. But I'm just saying, I'm just speaking my mind. So, in the realm of Will Smith and Chris Rock, the conundrum that we're all observing with great delight do we condemn the guy or do we applaud the guy? Listen, I don't know what happened because Will Smith was definitely kiki. He was laughing hard at that joke. Not that hard, but he was like, <laughs> his shoulders were shaking. They were going up and down. Okay. So that's where he went wrong. But had he been mad, I would condone it from the, from the jump, from the jump. You, you don't get to dis. You can do something about it. You can make sure it never happens again. And I think he did because you know what Chris Rock said? He said, okay, I will. Keep my name's mouth out your mouth. Okay, I will. He did something about it. Hello? Hello? I think he made a very clear statement. 
the only thing that messed it up is because he kiki too a little too hard at his wife's ball-headedness just saying now there's some things that are disrespecting his wife that he should probably come at the same energy with but he's tired i can tell that man has people he's tired he's tired people have been talking to him sideways about his own relationship to his face that's disrespectful that's disrespectful sometimes you need a you need to make a statement loud and clear oh this will never happen again ever there's this one time in school very ratchet school stories this is another one of them there's this girl that i used to be friends with and basically like the cooler girls the cooler girls of the cool crowd one of the girls was like ranking on her like roasting her body and just just being you know just teenagers just being rude and like making fun of her and listen it was funny but because she was my friend i was like it's getting bull it's getting it's it's getting borderline bullying and this girl very insecure has the backbone of a pole noodle and the bone just it's just like come on and I just was just like, oh, okay, don't make fun of her. That's that's rude. All right. Like she actually wants to be your friend, but y'all make fun of her to your face like that. I don't like injustices like that. Like, I don't like that, you know? And I because I ain't scared of nobody. I'm not. Me. And I'm not a nerd. I wasn't anyone that's like, let me tell you. I wasn't one of the cool people because they were all just just too much like just the whole putting on an image thing i can't get with it but i was i was three votes away from being class president and the girl that competed against me we were friends but she was in the cool crowd and we were friends i was friends with her because she was she's cousins with my friends so we're very funny i just got along with a lot of people really so i went up to her i i, I was in art class i gave her the dirtiest look and then i walked up to her and i told her I was like, I heard you would talk. I was heard you said this, this, this about her. She, I'm like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No. I was like, listen, I've heard what I needed to hear. If you didn't, then you need to talk to her. But don't ever. Don't ever. And I let it be known. I didn't, I didn't have to pimp slap her because that's uncalled for. Come on. But I guarantee you, you can turn the most peaceful person into a violent person in a second. You can turn someone who's as calm as a baby lamb as quiet as what, what the heck is that outside my door is that a duck as quiet as grass but you pimp slap their wife <laughs> i don't think they're gonna be so docile anymore do you get me there's certain things that just provoke certain things out of you. It's actually right for you to be violent. This actually reminds me of my, one of my favorite proverbs. It's just, I kind of like it because it kind of condemns violence in a way. Um, about how you, if you like, <laughs> someone else's wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Proverbs 629. So, <laughs> this is such a good Proverbs. It's just, it's just really just revs up my ratchet engines or whatever. I would ESV it. That sounds good. Okay. Oh, and KJV. Okay, okay, okay. Can one who walks on, okay, this is 28. Okay, okay. 
Proverbs 6, 28 through 29. Okay, okay, okay. Can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be seared? Question mark. So is he who goes to into his neighbor's wife. Use your brain. Figure out what they mean. Whoever touches her shall not be. No, that's not the verse. Oh, ah, yes. Shall not be innocent. And then drop down. <laughs> Wounds, it drops down to like thieves and like. People do not despise the thief, yet when he's found, he must restore sevenfold. Drop down. He, whoever commits adultery with a woman, lacks understanding. He who does so destroys his own soul. Wounds and dishonor he will get, and his reproach will not be wiped away. For jealousy is a husband's fury. Therefore, he will not spare in the day of vengeance. He will accept no recompense, nor will he be appeased through you, though you give many gifts. Basically, he's going to whoop y'all. He's going to whoop y'all. Your yash. Your yash is mine. Your yash is grass. Is grass. Do you understand me? Even the Bible knows. Listen. <laughs> Nothing's going to appease that man's vengeance than whooping your. <laughs> whooping your. Be harmless as doves, as wise as serpents. Chris Rock was not as wise as a serpent in that moment. I don't know if he knew about the alopecia thing. But then again, it's at the same time. It's like, it's comedy. You, and there's kind of no rules. To, there is no rules to comedy. Yes, people are going to feel disrespected. Yes, not everyone's going to laugh. But it's, it, that's kind of the point of comedy. Other, a lot of people were laughing. He was doing his job. And that's embarrassing for him. Because now the world is like, this is hilarious. We're going to make a meme out of it. We're going to talk about this for at least 20 years. Thanks. And then if Jada truly felt terrible, which I'm sure she did, because dang, I got alopecia. Y'all making ball headed jokes. <laughs> what? Now she got to hear, like, see this every day. But I bet she was like, this my man, this my man, I don't know about you, but ain't nobody man out here besides the grown man on TV for you. That's the last time y'all call me bald-headed. That's the last time. From this day on, I have hair. Even though I'm bald, I have hair. Because what you not finna do is disrespect me or mine. Because I'm a call Will. And he gon' deal with you. I don't I don't really know. This is, the whole situation is ratchet. But... I don't really think it's, you can find anything, not find anything, because people sure can, but I think you'd have a harder case, just dislike, being like, I don't think that was a Christian act to do. You don't disrespect someone's man and think that you're going to walk away. I mean, someone's man, someone's wife, <laughs> and think you're going to walk away un untouched. Vengeance. People say vengeance is of the Lord's. Okay, what do you actually think is going to happen? People say, oh, just let vengeance be of the Lord. Yeah, have you seen God take vengeance on people? It's not not, it's not, not violent. <laughs> Fit hits the shan for the enemies, okay? You know how many times David would be like, God, get rid of my enemies. I'm going to try to cut them down. Cut them down to size. Like, he was customizing the downfall of his enemy's death. Like, kill him like this. No, no, no. Stab him like that. No, <laughs> like, you know? And still, God was like, I love that guy. He is the best. Oh, my gosh. He, he is after my heart. I, I love him so much. Like, no one 
was his like let me tell you david let me tell you about david let me tell you about david he god loves david he, he talked about him even after he died he was like my servant david and david was like um i'm gonna need you to do that you remember that <laughs> remember that one guy that treat that laughed at me mocked me scored me yeah i got a few ideas uh-huh uh-huh I got a few. Creative. Creative ideas. All right. I got a few. I I think you have a hard time. It's like, and I'm just like, honestly, just let the Lord use you. Because I've seen people. Look at the story of Samson. God literally filled it. Like, we got to go. Child, we gonna read the whole story again. Child, how he died and everything, and KJV. Let's. I kind of want to do ESV. Let's do ESV. Uh, Ooh, excuse me, the death of Samson. Okay, 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 okay. Now the lords of the Philistines. Philistines, by the way, in Arabic, Philistines is Palestine. So, the Israelites, are, the Israelites are still fighting. Philistines, literally. Now the lords of the Philistines gathered to offer a great sacrifice to Dagon, Dagon, whatever, their god to rejoice. And they said, our god has given Samson, our enemy, into our hand. That is, let me tell you. Verse 24. And when the people saw him, they praised their god. For they said, our god, small g, has given our enemy into our hand, the ravager of our country. Ravager. The guy that God anointed, the enemy know him as a ravager. Okay, he was killing people. I don't want to hear it, y'all. Who has killed many of us. Okay, thank you for making it plain. And when their hearts were married, they said, Call Samson that he may entertain us. Making a mockery. So they called Samson out of the prison and he entertained them. They made him stand between the pillars. And Samson said to the young man who held him by the hand, Let me feel the pillars on which the house rests, that I may lean against them. Now the house was full of men and women. All the lords of the Philistines were there. And on the roof, there were about 3,000 men and women who looked on while Samson entertained. I want to know, what does that mean? I actually don't think I want to know. Then <laughs> Samson called to the Lord and said, Oh Lord God, please remember me and please strengthen me only this once. He, he was like, I only need one shot. Oh God, that I may be avenged on the Philistines for my two eyes. Because, you know, they gouged his eye out when they captured him. Spoiler alert. If you, if you didn't know that, I know. And Samson grasped the two middle pillars on which the house rested and he leaned his weight against them his right hand on the one and his left hand on the other and samson said let me die you know what see maybe pray smart prayers he should he could have prayed since i'm now strong um let my body break through every single rock and like I just want to live and let the rest of them die. But anyway, he prayed, let me die with the Philistines. Then he bowed with all his strength and the house fell upon the lords and upon all the people who were in it. So the, so the dead whom he killed at his death were more than those whom he had killed during his life. Then his brothers and all his family came down and took him and brought him up and buried him between Zorah and Eshtal in the tomb of Manorah, his father. He had judged Israel 20 years. I don't want to hear it. And I think we should be violent. God anointed a man to literally j just be violent to, to the Israelites' enemies. Not just be violent. To the Israelites' enemies for their benefit. I don't want to hear it. 
I don't want to hear it. So, yeah. So when I told homeboy that in Africa, he was silent. He was just, I mean, bewildered. Because, I mean, I get it. It's like if you live in a safe country, it's like, what do you need a weapon for? But the way things are looking now, nowadays, it'd be dumb to not be strapped. People are on crack. And with the help of Joe Biden, they also have pipes. So, um, hate, H to the no. Do you think I'm walking around here unstrapped? H to the no. Do you hear me? If the enemy can be strapped, why? And people, people will be like, oh, well, you have God as your protector. You tell me I can't do anything myself? You, do you not think God can anoint, can't anoint me to do something either? I want to participate too. I would like to do something. You For you to take the stance that you have to believe that violence is no, 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 so bad. Uh, you just condemn everything that you think Christians can't be violent at all. Zilch, even if it's forgotten. Uh, let me tell you, no one's telling you to be the crusaders and kill people if they don't receive Jesus Christ. We are not Boko Haram, okay? We're not doing that. That's wrong because Jesus didn't kill people who didn't receive him. He was just like, in fact, even the story of like the rich man and Lazarus, when the rich man was like, um, can you warn my brothers? Cause now I'm in hell. Like I see now, like what y'all were talking about and I don't want them to be here. And, and father Abraham was like, sir, you had so many opportunities to hear. So did they, if they go to hell, that's on them. They were not like, it wasn't like, Oh my God, if you don't accept me, I'll kill you myself. It's like, bro, we did our best. If you don't accept it, that's on you. Even Jesus ministered like that. That That's just like, that's on you. But I'll die. But I'm trying to tell you, do this for you so you don't have to be in hell. But you don't want to accept it. Babes, I've literally done that so much to have you not get here. But you still want to get here. That is literally on you. Can't be done. There's nothing else I can do. Sorry. I've done literally everything. Sorry. It. The computer says no computer says now so I, you'd have to make a point you also have to cross out the story of the man who was anointed to kill jezebel i like these violent stories let's read it let's read at let's read it in nkjv i feel like it's the closest to nkjv jezebel's violent death oh very fitting title now this is jehu which, by the way, I think Jehu's the same guy that, like, stabbed somebody and, like, his poop came out. I like that story. I, still, <laughs> I read that story to my brother and during a Bible study because that's when he was younger and I was trying to show him to encourage him reading the Bible more. I'm like, let's know. There's actually very interesting, funny stories in the Bible that the Bible is actually very interesting. You don't, it's not, there's, because, listen, if you get to the genealogy part, I'm not surprised that you're asleep now. But there's actually stuff in here that, yes, that are important, but they're actually very entertaining. Yeah, I really like it. It says it's his dust. Or is that Ehud? That was Ehud, not Jehu. <laughs> Ehud stabbed the king in his abs and his poop came out. His poop came out. Yeah, his poop. Okay, Second Kings <laughs> chapter 9, verse 30 to 37. Okay. Now, and just so you know, Jezebel, very, very bad. Jehu, very good of God. Now, when Jehu came to Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it, and she put paint on her eyes and adorned her head and looked through a window. Then as Jehu answered, entered the gate at the gate, because they're like, they like, 
Capitol Hill this place. Like the insurrection on that day that the people had done in Capitol, at the Capitol in America, that's what Jehu was literally doing here. Then as Jehu entered at the gate, she said, is it peace, Zimri, murderer of your master? And he looked up at the window and said, who is on my side? Who? So two or three eunuchs looked out at him. Then he said, throw her down. (laughs) So they threw her down and some of her blood spattered on the wall and on the horses. That's not some. Wow. She probably has really good iron. And he trampled her underfoot. And when he had gone in, he ate and drank. And then he said, go now, see to this accursed woman and bury her, for she was a king's daughter. Well, that was nice of him. So they went to bury her, but they found no more of her than the skull and the feet and the palms of her hands. <laughs> Therefore, they came back and told him, and he said, this is the word of the Lord. You see? Which he spoke by his servant Elijah the Tishbite, saying, On the plot of ground at Jezreel, dogs shall eat the flesh of Jezebel, and the corpse of Jezebel shall be as a refuse, as refuse on the surface of the field, and the plot at Jezreel, so that they shall not say, Here lies Jezebel. Are you kidding me? You'd have to eradicate that. That, First of all, that story is freaking epic. That's better than Lord of the Rings, even though Lord of the Rings is like biblically inspired. That is so dope. And that's freaking anointed. That last part where God was like, no one will ever get to say, here lies Jezebel. Are you kidding me? So for you to eradicate violence from the nature and characteristic of God is doing this Bible and the God we serve a major disservice. And you're lying to yourself because you want to believe in an effeminate God with an effeminate Jesus who rubs the heads of lambs all day and wears no shoes. But you can't, why can't you just, Open your eyes to see that there's like violence is a part of this kingdom. Yes, unseemly. There's a time where unseemly, it's wrong to act wrong for unseemly violence. You shouldn't strike people, go around slapping people just because you're offended. That's where forgiveness comes into play. But let me tell you, when there are things that are terrorizing God's people, there will be people that God will anoint to do worse Everything that the enemy has been doing to the God's people, God will anoint people to, I mean, feel free to wreak havoc here. Oh, yeah. Do your worst. Because it's just like, you don't get to bully people. No, we're not here to be weak. You don't get to bully Christians around. That's why I hate weak I don't hate. I despise seeing weak Christians who allow people to talk to them anyway, bully them, smack them around, literally. It's like, when do you know that you're a braided whip away from like having this all be over and taken care of? When will you get the cojones to do something? Stand up for yourselves. Come on. You don't have to take this. It's one thing if you're taking it because you serve Jesus Christ. But it's another thing because people, oh, you're you're one of those Christians that don't do because they, they've seen weak Christians do nothing at the point of contention. No, that guy's a Christian. That should strike fear into them. That's a man of God. Just like the story of Ananias and Sapphira struck fear into people in all the land. In the book of Acts, Acts 5, I believe that's what we read out of. So I don't want to hear it. 
people were talking about him. And that's why, I mean, I heard I was talking to a pastor and he was saying people have done away with that aspect of God. They, they effeminate God. That's why there's like, like even at women's conferences, I'll say this women's conferences are like kind of predictable now. And I, I haven't been in one in like four years, but it's very, it's always flowers. There's always flowers. Why is that always the theme? Royalty. God's daughters. You're a princess. You're royalty. He sees you. He knows you. What? Oh my gosh. Everybody's preaching the same message. Why can't it be like the next time somebody run up on you because you know who you are? I, I like that. Or like, why can't it be something that's like, you know, just, just like, ah, uh, uh, war cry. All the guys get the cool stuff. They get like knives and stuff. I want knives. I want, I want tasers and weapons. Why is this, why is that only reserved for the guys? The women were out here doing some work, y'all. Women were, I mean, Jezebel was fear. Even Jezebel was violent. Are you kidding me? She scared, uh. Elisha, which is she was out here wilding. I'm just saying, we're the big and bad ones. G- bad isn't good. We're the ones the enemy's afraid of. <laughs> it should be so. It should be reflected just as much in the natural as it is in the spirit world. Do you get me? So, to the Christians that are out here making sermon points about how we don't, we're not supposed to, we don't need to be violent and violence and violence. It's like. Come on. I don't even think what Will Smith did was really even bad. I'm telling you, if he hadn't laughed, then I would have been like 100% forward. But because he laughed, I was like, whatever. Somebody said, no, I'm not going to quote that. Yeah, I think he stood up for his wife. I think he stood up for his wife, and I think that's commendable. Period. You, you don't get to disrespect people's wives like that. And it's unfortunate for the comedian. I don't think that's right. But also, that's how he wanted to stand up for his wife. That's how he's doing it. But I'm guaranteeing you right now, Chris Rock will never be able to be in a room with both of them <laughs> the same way ever again. You can make a statement. Make it known. Don't ever try me like this. Don't ever come at me this way. Don't you ever disrespect me again like that. Do you hear me? If you want to comfortably live your life, don't ever cross me. Heck to the freaking, yeah, that scared me. I was like, oh my God, who are you mad at? I don't know. Not anyone that I know of. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe it. I need to get out of, I need to get out of Facebook because I just saw somebody popsicle a chicken noodle soup. I'm done. I'm done. I hate this app. I hate the app here. So those are my two cents. You can agree to disagree, which I'm sure people will, but I need you to come up with a, with a lot of biblical examples because you definitely don't have a, you can't, God anointed me to be weak. Nope. Let the weak say I am strong. I want to know what verses people could possibly use against to like rebuttal it. Let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say. Somebody said, why is there so much violence in the Bible? Good, good. Uh, Because things have to be done. 
messages have to be made clear points have to be made that's why i am rich give thanks I mean, people could use like where it's like, don't repay evil with evil, but it's not evil when, when God is anointed, you can't call what God, you cannot call what God has anointed. Like if it's of God, it's not going to be evil. Every good and gift and perfect gift comes from the father of love, his father, father of lights and in him where there's no shadow of turning. You can't call, you can't be in the kingdom of God and say, oh, it's also evil because a kingdom can't stand against itself and still, it can't be against itself and still stand. That's what Jesus talked about. The Pharisees accused him of being the prince of Beelzebub or something. And he was casting out demons because he's like Beelzebub, prince of Beelzebub, prince of whatever. And he, Jesus was like, no, no, not, no, not really. Not actually at all. Beelzebub, Zerubbabel. That's not even similar. And the reference for that story, by the way, is in Matthew 12, 22, all the way down past the 30th verse, you know? So, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. You know, this fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of demons. Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will those kingdoms stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can one enter a... Okay, and that's that. I did that the last time, right? You know? That's a not given a drunkenness, not violent, but gentle. Yeah, unseemingly violent. If it's not, if it's not author, authorized by God, don't do it. Um, if it's not been authorized by God, it's not good. It's a sin. If it's not authorized by God, it is a sin. <sighs> People will be like, oh, you just... Just say violence, vengeance is the Lord's. Have you seen God take vengeance on people? It's not peaceful. Things don't end well for people who decide to make life hard for the children of God. There's a reason why God says, you touch not my anointed. Don't touch him or you'll deal with me. And even, and I love this, actually about the, I think one of the most gangster one of the most gangster verses. Are you kidding me? Don't fear a man, but fear the one that. This is so good. I'm getting blessed. Matthew 10, 28. Mm, so good. I'll read King James. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yes. Luke 12, 5. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear the one who, after you have been killed, has authority to throw you into hell. Yes. 
I tell you, fear him. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Hebrews 10, 31. Oh, my days. Listen, this is so gangster right here. I just love it. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You can, you can, you can, you can, you can make, people can try to make a case like, oh, Christian shouldn't be violent, but it'll be a weak, limp noodle case. And with like, you have about 10% of the Bible left. So boo, boo you, boo, 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 boo you. Um, that's that. I mean, it was just really just an entertaining podcast today. It's just, it really kind of brought my spirits up. It actually did. I was sad at the beginning, but now I'm laughing about slapping people. I'm glad. So God bless you. Um, I, if you guys have any like shooting range tips, send them to me. I need to go to a shooting range. I shot a shotgun recently and it was so fun. Um, I just want to do some more. Yeah. It's really fun. Violence. Yay. Violence. <laughs>